Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Vandy Sports Podcast. Here's your host, Chris Lee. Commodore fans, on your feet, it's time to anchor down. Welcome to the Vandy Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Lee. It is Monday, September the 6th, and Vanderbilt lost its weekend opener to East Tennessee State by a final of 23-3. Here to talk about it, Ken Seals, who, of course, is the starting quarterback for Vanderbilt. He joins us every week during the season. Ken Seals appears on our guest line. That is sponsored by Sutherland and Belk, a family-owned injury law firm. If you or a loved one has been hurt in an accident, give Taylor or Russell a call. That number 615-846-6200. See what your rights are and if they can help. Ken Seals joins me on a Monday night. Ken, appreciate you joining me for the podcast today. I know things were not what you and your teammates and your coaches hoped on Saturday. As you guys have watched film and had some time to digest, uh, what is it that what went wrong and, and what have you learned since then? Yeah, first of all, you know, it's it was disappointing. It was disappointing to the players, to the coaches, and um, it's disappointing to the fans. And that's what makes me upset. Um, we had – you know, fans in the stands for the first time since I've been here at Vanderbilt. And um, I was really excited to go out there and perform for them. And uh, the fact that that didn't happen, um, I am sorry that it did. I think uh, we're learning a lot about ourselves during this time right now, Um, especially that the hard work uh, doesn't entitle us to anything. You know, we've really have worked and put in a lot of work this off season, uh, during the summer, during the spring. And I feel like we are a better team than what showed up on Saturday. And I know that, you know, a lot of times that can be used as a way to get out of these situations and it's often used, but, um, I really do think that that was not an accurate representation of who we were the character and integrity of our team. Um, and I know we got a lot more to give. So we're we're watching the film. We're talking about it. And um, as frustrating and as hard as it is to watch the film sometimes, uh, there's always things that we're drawing from it. And luckily, we got a lot of things that we can draw from this game. And, um, you know, something like this, I'm not saying that it needed to happen because certainly – didn't never wanted it to happen but I think once you try and find the better reasons for something like this taking place you start to realize that you can become a lot better for have gone through something like this and I think you know it's it's a we're in a really you know for me it's a tough spot and um I have full confidence in this team still full confidence and my ability to play and everyone else's ability around me. And I have no doubt that we're going to get this thing turned around and uh, we're all learning from the mistakes that we made, but it's, um, it's certainly going to not stop us from chasing the dreams that we have for the rest of the season. Sometimes at a time like this, you can say, well, in hindsight, we should have seen this coming. Uh, sometimes you can't. As you look back on the preparation and everything leading into the game, 
were, were there things that were predictable that you look back and say, yeah, we should have done this better? Or was it just really a shock to you guys? Because I know you work hard, you practice hard, you take this seriously. Uh, l- looking back now, how do you feel about that? I think it wasn't so much um, we should have done something different. It was more just, you know, a couple little mistakes here and there, you know, and I had several of those. I think, um, you know, a couple third downs, the ball should have gone different places, Um, you know, maybe expecting that we can just win over the top and that I just got to put it up for our guys when really I'm, you know, missing the easy first down throw underneath so it's um a a great lesson for me to learn you know I don't think there's I've played in a game here yet where uh we were favored and you know I've always had the mindset that you know we were the underdog um that I'm gonna have to take what the defense gives me and you know I have to play within the structure I think on Saturday I think I tried to do too much I you know wasn't completely sound in the way that I played and that's a huge lesson for me it's an opportunity that I'm grateful to have and you know coach always preaches to us that we're blessed to have the adversity that we face so that's the way I'm seeing it um I don't know if we should change the game plan I felt very good about it and I still looking at the film think that it was a good game plan and that the plays were executing the opportunity to execute the plays was there, but the execution at every point was not there. Um, and that's on me. That's, you know, uh, different guys are going to have to take their accountability for that. And, um, yeah, we're moving one step at a time. It's uh, It sucks, but, I mean, it's what we're going through right now, and it's what we're going to build on. And, you know, today's Monday. We're winning the response right now. Um, we're already focused on the next week we had. Sunday to, you know, sit, digest everything that happened, you know, internalize it, understand it. Monday, we looked at the film. We objectively broke it down. Here's what we did wrong. Here's what we did well. Here's what we're learning about ourselves. And, you know, as frustrating and, you know, as angry as you can get about it, you know, all you can do is learn from it. So uh, that's what we're doing. And now that it's the end of Monday, it's um, it is what it was. And our eyes are ahead of us right now. So you talk about trying to do too much. Uh, that is something that a lot of quarterbacks do. I saw Jay Cutler do that at Vanderbilt, and he was in a similar spot to you, where they were underdogs heading into every game. And sometimes a quarterback like that, who's a take charge guy, will look at things and just say, "Well, hey, if I don't make a play here, we may not." have another opportunity to make one that, that that's a thing that I see quarterbacks routinely fall into Brett Favre did it certainly a lot at the NFL level how do you handle that instinct of wanting to make a play in the moment but as you said you know maybe trying to do too much and I hope I'm not putting words in your mouth here Ken but I'm just no. interested to know how you process that process that as a quarterback especially when you you have an opportunity for win and you really want it for all the reasons that you mentioned and but sometimes you've got to dial it down how do you how do you handle that in the moment what are the conversations that you have with your coaches and your teammates about those situations yeah, I mean, the conversation has only been with, you know, my coaches. It's just been more of like uh, I brought it to them. I It was a feeling that I had during the game that, you know, I was just not playing within the structure. I wasn't making the fundamental play, you know. 
the my job as a quarterback is to get the ball in the athlete's hands, whether that be handed off when it's supposed to be handed off or throwing it an accurate pass where they can catch and run uh, up the field. And, you know, we had guys open and I didn't hit them or I wasn't looking at them and the ball didn't go there um, because I was trying to look for something further down the field. You know, I think a couple, you know, drives towards the end of the game when we had to move the ball down the field, uh, I realized like, all right, we can't win in one play. Just take it down the field, take what they give you and you'll get there eventually. And I think, that's what I did up until the very end of those drives. And that's when I got, you know, starting to get in that, you know, red zone area. Um, and I got to protect the ball. There's no, uh, no excuse for that. It, I mean, ball protection is the biggest, biggest thing that you have to worry about as a quarterback. So it's, um, it's on my mind now. And it's definitely not something that is going to leave me. Um, I'm going to be thinking about making a fundamental routine play for the rest rest of the time I play football, not trying to do too much. You know, it's, I think, you know, whenever you look at the lessons that you take away from a game, that lesson is going to be invaluable to me in the future for understanding that I might impact the game in ways to help us win, but there's no one person on a team that can completely take over the game you know and you can argue that you know there's you know some guys in history that have done that I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm one of those guys that can uh, obviously I want to work as hard as those guys did and ultimately reach that level but I you know have the self-awareness to realize that that's not where I'm at right now in my career and I need to continue to just make the routine play and uh, make sure that I'm doing my job so that everyone else on the offense can do theirs. How have the coaches handled that? Now, I don't want you to give away any team secrets or anything. I know some of those things are confidentially, but in, in general, what is their approach in terms of the attitude and in helping you guys through a tough night like that? Yeah, I think, you know, we have our mental performance coach that uh, helps a lot of us. I had a one-on-one meeting with her today, like I do every Monday. Um, just to, you know, go over things that are in our head. But really, the is, is, is the message has been like, what did you, like, this is, this is what we signed up for. This level of competition and adversity is why you play the game. Like, when it's tough and it sucks, that's when you're going to see what you're actually made out of. And that's the only reason you play sports, is to test your preparation against another opponent. And we're thankful that ETSU gave us their best look. And we realized that we didn't take our preparation to performance. I think that the preparation was there for us. We didn't execute the way that we knew how to. And that was that was the fault. But it's a message that says, don't feel sorry for yourself. Don't don't feel like, oh, like, woe is me. You know, like, screw that. Like, don't 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 start feeling like a victim of it. Like, how did this happen? Like, well, look at the film. Like, you know, you know what happened. Like, you can see it right there. Like, and that's, that's the part where it's like, don't drag this out longer than it needs to be. You know, we're, we're looking at the film, we're breaking it down and we're learning and we're learning a lot about ourselves and who we are and the character of this team. And if anything, this is only going to strengthen that character. It, it, it could, it could go the negative way, but I think the integrity of our coaches 
the message that we've been preaching for the last eight months and the character of guys that we have in the locker room isn't going to allow it to happen. Well, I think this is going to absolutely turn into a positive for us. You're a leader on the team, not just as the starting quarterback, but as a guy on the leadership council. You were also a guy who tried to lead, I think, last time as a last year as a true freshman, which probably wasn't always easy for a room of upperclassmen to hear at times. But yeah. anyway, that that's what you've been. How have you handled this from the moment you guys are in the locker room as a team afterwards? to just the conversations you're having with your teammates ever since then privately. This season of the Vandy Sports Podcast is made possible by my friend Dr. Jody Jones, DDS. When it comes to general or cosmetic dentistry services, Jody is the best in Nashville. And just check out his client list. It testifies to that. He sees movie stars, music stars, athletes, coaches, you name it. Jody is the dentist of choice for stars in Nashville, but he sees regular folks like you and I as well. And what people like about the experience is the ambiance. Someone described it to me as a tooth spa. I went in and looked at it myself. That's exactly what it is. It is a relaxing, friendly environment. So whether your dental needs are general or cosmetic, go see Jody. Call him at 615-270-2322. His office is located at 55 Music Square East, not far from downtown Nashville, not far from the Vanderbilt campus. Jody is a former Vanderbilt football player, a huge booster of Commodore Athletics. His support as the title sponsor for Season 7 is the reason we are able to do this podcast. Go see Dr. Jody Jones today. Thank him for his support of the Vandy Sports Podcast and tell him you heard about it here. I was very frustrated with myself. I was um, disappointed, uh, down. You know, I just felt small. I just felt insignificant. Um, and I think that uh, feeling kind of came off, rubbed off. I, I, hadn't, I haven't felt like this, quite frankly, um, all last year. It's, it's been, it was tough. And, you know, I had Cam Johnson sent me a text. He was like, hey, uh, how are you doing? I was like, I'm good. Appreciate you reaching out. He's like, if you ever need anyone to talk to, I'm here for you. And I really appreciated that. But whenever he sent that text, in my mind, I was like, you are one of the leaders of this team. And to have a guy reach out to you and text to see if you're okay shows that guys can sense that you're off. No one should ever be able to sense that. I'm having a bad day or I feel bad. And that's when I was like, stop feeling sorry. I was like, you don't need to get pity from anyone. Like, this is what you want. Like, you're here playing football. Be thankful that you're here playing the game that you love. But also be thankful knowing that you have another opportunity to go out there and get after it next week. And these guys are all looking at you to lead them and to see how you're responding. And to match that same energy that I'm, and if I'm giving off negative energy, guess what I'm going to get back? I'm going to get that same energy back. And so that it was at that moment, I kind of realized, I was like, wow, like I need to snap out of it. Like this has to change. Not, not, not anything with anyone else. It has to change inside of me and my attitude. And all day today, that's all I've been focused on. You know, Sunday, I wasn't in the right headspace. I was down, you know, had my phone off didn't want to look at anything. And, you know, today I'm like, you know what? 
I'm going to do what I know I have to do. And I know that I can execute and do it. I know what I'm capable of. I've been there before. I just got to watch the film, take the lessons that I'm learning and apply them to the next week. And I, I still have a lot of confidence in myself. My confidence and my ability to play football hasn't changed at all. And I think that's the most important thing for a quarterback is to maintain their confidence. But, you know, not worrying about what anyone else's opinions are of our program or what we're doing here inside these walls is going to be the key to our success moving forward. The, the ability for guys to ignore the outside chatter is going to be very important for us moving forward. And I think a lot of guys understand that we assign the value to our program. Our work and our preparation assigns the value uh, to the program that we've built so far. And, you know, and then the great quote that I love is uh, the man in the arena quote by Theodore Roosevelt, you know, um, and we're, we're the people that are out there putting our blood, sweat and tears into it. So why would we let anyone else define who we are outside of here and outside of this space? So it's um, obviously and I'm not, you know, I the fans, I love our fans and we had so many of them at the game and I'm you know, very disappointed that we couldn't perform better for them, put on a better show for them, because I know how bad I wanted, you know, Coach Lee's debut game to succeed. And, you know, I wanted my first game back in the stadium to be like, wow, this was such an amazing and special night. Like fans are back. College football is back. But it is what it is. That was Saturday. Today's Monday. I can't change anything that happened. But I do know that I'm able to control my attitude and we have another opportunity to go get what we want next week. And so I know I'm probably, you know, sound like a broken record at this point, kind of saying the same stuff, maybe worded a little differently, but that, that really is how I feel. And I think that feeling is uh, shared among a lot of guys in the team. So we're all looking forward for the next opportunity to prove ourselves. And, you know, we still appreciate everyone that, was at the game Saturday and that will be at the games next week on uh, when we play Stanford. Um, obviously not looking forward to that yet. You know, we're focused on Colorado state, but you know, it's, it's something that, you know, we have to keep our focus inside of what we're doing and in our program. I presume you guys have already flipped the, the page from what happened to Colorado state or, or maybe this is the day you do it, but how does that go? Because you have, Obviously, you have to digest some of what happened and study film, but you don't want to dwell on it. And you do have a game next week. So where's the team been in that process? How's that gone? Yeah, I think the last um, 24 hours after the game um, was tough mentally for a lot of guys, you know, because everyone has different people in their corners saying different things to them about, like, oh, man, you know, that, that wasn't how it was supposed to go or what happened, like, why didn't you play better? You know, something like that. Everyone's got someone, you know, talking to them, saying that. Um, but I think, you know, we've talked to Coach Lee. We talked to him in the locker room after the game. We talked to him today um, in our team meetings and in practice. And it's nothing but speaking confidence into ourselves. We you know, know what we're capable of. We saw it. We saw it in fall camp. We saw it in spring ball. We saw the energy that we can bring and – you know, how dominant our defense can be and how lethal our offense can be. And uh, neither one of them showed up on Saturday, but, 
they're there and we're still learning how to function together as a team. You know, this is, I, I, I'd compare it to the process that we went through during fall camp and during spring ball. The first practice of fall camp was not to standard and it was very clearly communicated by coach Lee that this is not how we're going to practice. Like he, he talks about taking it to the line, but never over. And he's like, y'all aren't even close to the line. Like we're not, we we're not there yet. Like you're, I'm not even worried about y'all taking it over the line. Like I just need y'all to get to the line. And after that, we kind of figured out like, okay, this is what he means. This is how he expects us to perform on the football field. And this was the first game, you know, I, I compare it a lot to like that first practice that we had. It just wasn't there. The intensity wasn't there. Um, and, you know, he talked to us and we understood and we were able to fix it going into the next practice the next day. And slowly the practices accumulated and we got to a point where we are operating at a very high level. We're still in the infancy of this program and we're a very young team, not, not, you know, age wise, but when you talk about creating the culture and the character development of our team, we're very young in the process of changing that. And so this is obviously, you know, looked at as a huge opportunity for us to build on that. But it's also important to us to realize that this doesn't define our season. Like this, the season isn't over. Like you still got 11 more games guaranteed to play. So just focus on, you know, we, like we say, we play one play at a time. You can't win the game in one play. Just do your 111, make the routine play every play, one play at a time. And we're going to focus at this whole season like it's, you know, 11 different plays. Like focus on one game at a time. What do we have to do to make sure we carry? carry out our action our game plan and execute the way that we know how to so that we can come out with the outcome that we want so it's it's not you know like y'all suck it's none of that it's it's all just learning from the experience that we had uh speaking confidence to each other not losing you know faith in your brothers uh, sticking together it's you know all very positive reinforcement and it's what we need to hear right now because there's not many places um out outside of this building that we're getting that message so and i think the guys are receiving it well i think you know we went out there out on the field today and uh, started walking through uh some looks against the other team and i thought the energy was good i think i i'd say that we are winning the response and a lot of times, you know, people might be like, well, you should be upset. You know, that that was, you know, what it was, however they want to describe it. But, you know, that's that's for a spectator to feel like that's that's how they feel about it. We know what we can do. We know what our preparation is going to lead us to. And we have to win the response so that we're able to mentally start to prepare for the next game and put this one behind us. What do you see when you look at Colorado State? I'm presuming you've gotten a chance to do some of that uh, already, or if not, I apologize for the question. But I, I assume you've started to look somewhat towards Colorado State in terms of what their defense can do and such. Yeah, I, I think, you know, they obviously they have better players than East Tennessee State, but we were a better team than East Tennessee State was. They just performed better that night than we did. Um, they're very similar in their scheme. They They run similar coverages. They... 
you know, stemmed their line from even to odd, uh, odd fronts before the snap. Um, it, it obviously is not the exact same game plan, but we're going into it understanding that we've seen this before. Like we watched the film, like, Hey, does this coverage look familiar? Like, Oh yeah, it does. I saw that two days ago, you know? So it's, um, you know, it, it's not a very hard transition for us uh, to go from the last game plan to this one. It's going to be, you know, obviously the same message, uh, a couple different plays. But, um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're very similar in the way that they play defense to Tennessee State. Fort Collins is about 5,000 feet elevation. It's dry at times. Uh, have you guys talked at all or done anything to prepare for the altitude, uh, because these are conditions that you certainly aren't going to play in uh, with the SEC. Yeah, uh, I guess the conversations around the team have kind of been like, hey, what are we going to do? I know we're going to fly out Friday afternoon, get there around 8.30 their time, uh, get settled into the you know, hotel, eat, uh, go to bed, wake up for the game. I think it's like 9 o'clock uh, our time, central time um, in Nashville is when the game starts. But um uh, no, I think our preparation for this game has just been the level of conditioning that we've been preparing for uh, all offseason during the summer. Um, yeah, I think it was very evident, uh, at least watching after watching the film, how much better conditioned we were than East Tennessee State because there was one play, like we'd, we were just run a tempo drive in the fourth quarter, and there was one play, like three players fell down. Uh, with cramps for on on the defense, and I was like, "There's no way! Like these dudes physically cannot keep up with us." I think we're in great shape. I've never been at a high elevation before, um, you know, to to understand what 5,000 feet feels like on my lungs. I have no idea, but um, you know, I think obviously we're prepared for. You know, I, I, I'd assume that it's, you know, it has to do with, you know, oxygen and breathing and uh, your cardiovascular system. I think we're in great cardiovascular shape. Um, and obviously, I expect Colorado State uh, to be, too, so that, you know, they can we can test our preparation against them on Saturday. So it's um uh, it's nothing special. It's just applying what we know and applying our game plan and going out and executing. Ken, I want to give you the floor as we end the show tonight uh, to maybe address anything that we didn't get to or, or, or maybe anything of interest that, that didn't come up in the questioning tonight. Uh, the floor is yours as we end the show. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. You know, it's um, doing something like this, this podcast. Um, I really do enjoy it. I love being able to connect with the fans. And um, obviously I love playing for them, I think. You know, what makes football special is being able to play in front of such a large number of people because there isn't really, you know, many sports at the college level that you can do this at. You know, we're all 18 to 22-year-olds that are getting to play a sport that we love, and the fans are what makes it special. And um, for the fans that, you know, support us every week and believe in us, uh, we love you and thank you. Um, it's one of you know the greatest feelings knowing that you have the support of a fan base and being able to play for a city especially a city like nashville it there's a lot of pride that comes with that and so th this whole team wants to represent uh this city and the vanderbilt fan base as best and as honorable as we can and you know we're going to continue to do that and that's 
our mission. That's Coach Lee's mission. And uh, we're very determined to continue to keep doing that. Hey, Ken, thanks for joining us tonight under what weren't the best of circumstances. But uh, good luck to you and your teammates as you travel to Fort Collins. And we look forward to catching you next week. Awesome. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We thank our presenting sponsor, Jody Jones DDS. We thank our other sponsors, Sutherland and Belk and MyPerfectFranchise.net. If you're interested in sponsoring this podcast, and that's how we make this work, please email me at chrislee70 at gmail.com. We also ask that you subscribe to our website, vandysports.com. That is $99 a year. You get things there that you don't get here. And, of course, please rate, review, and subscribe where you see our podcast. That helps us get noticed. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at vandysports.com. Follow me at chrislee70. And finally, subscribe to our Vandy Sports YouTube channel as well. Thank you for listening to the Vandy Sports Podcast, which is part of the 440 Network. I'm your host, Chris Lee. We'll catch you with another episode coming very soon.